everyone. I'm so glad that you're here today listening in to the Creative Training Techniques podcast. And today is just diving into being everything to everyone, basically. Isn't that what we need to be sometimes as employees or contractors or whatever your role or title might be? I think of my role as a mom and what I've had to do over the years. So I've been a mom for 19 years. My oldest is 19. So we have a 13, 15, 17, 19-year-olds, so we're in the teens now, and as I look back and I think back, I not only had to be someone that was an expert in changing of diapers and managing clothing, although my kids never matched, <laughs> like ask anyone, uh, keeping them alive. Uh, I also had to be a chef, right? I had to ma- be a manager of emotions and you name it, that's what you are. You're a grocery shopper. You're you're basically being just too many things all at one time. And how can you do them all well when on top of it, you also might have a role outside the home where you're having to be a whole handful of a lot of other things. And so the thing that I want to just kind of look at today is how to upskill yourself, but not to the point that you are just everything to everyone. Because let's just be real. We've tried that and it works for a short bit of time maybe, but it doesn't last long-term. And so we're really looking for a long-term solution. So the very first thing that you need to do, because companies are really looking for you to be beyond just that focused role, they do want you to be more than that. They want that talent. The first thing I want you to think about is what is it that you really love doing in the job that you're in now? Now, if anyone's answering, well, I don't really like any of it, it's time to pause and maybe go a different direction. Let's say you're a trainer and the thing that you love most about your job is when you're in front of people. But the role that you have right now doesn't do that very often. Maybe you're an instructional designer. What I want to encourage you to do is start moving in the direction of asking and verbalizing to your manager or others for opportunities to do that. Or perhaps it's the vice versa. You typically are in front of people talking when speaking, whether it's virtual or face-to-face, and you really want to do more on the design side. It's verbalizing what it is that you need or want. Employees actually like this. They want you to be multiple things. They don't want just one person who can speak but can't do other things in their time of need. So HR leaders are really focused on looking at not only your desires, but what you're also really talented at. So it's nice to have kind of several different things. So a formula for building a skill-based kind of person and organization, you're going to look at ownership for skills, who does what. So if you have a, a group of 10 people, you're looking at how many people in my 10 consultants are able to do XYZ. So at the Bob Pike group, Our consultants, I'm looking for at least a third of them to be able to do instructional design, a third of them to be able to teach about presentation skills, a third of them that can do um, management, how to manage a team, and so on. You get the idea. The second thing is companies want to have dynamic a dynamic skill set. So if your skill set is the same as 27 other people, uh, that's a lot of overlap. 
So you may need to find a little bit more of a niche and really focus on that, not being everything to everyone. So find that piece that's really unique to you. For example, one of my consultants that works for me, she's super, super talented in the world of just anything Zoom. MS Teams, very tech savvy. So she does classes for me on those topics. But I also recognize, well, she's so tech savvy. Why wouldn't I have her get certified in a class on making Zoom interactive? Yeah, I have her doing, hey, how to use MS Teams and that. But let's just expand that role a little bit, upskill her a little bit. She has experienced and even can teach activities. Why don't I have her doing that? It's a blind spot sometimes in a manager's I and you may need to be the one to tell your manager like hey did you know that we actually have only two people that do this and I actually could fill that spot if I had the tools can you upskill me in this way so as a mom I know I'm stuck you know doing the laundry and sweeping and whatever of course my kids have chores too so don't think that I do it all but and my husband he has his set of of, of skills too but I do so much better when I decide a schedule and I decide, okay, if there's something I'm really not good at, it's going to be so much faster if I have someone that's good at doing that to do that. So for instance, I am not, not at all the fastest person to change any type of electric in my house, like putting in a new switch. I've done it many times. I about died three of those times. And after that, I decided that isn't the skill as a, as a person owning a home that I can do. And so now I outsource that. So what I, th- I want you to think about is what are you really gifted at and really good at? What is something that you want to grow in? There's a gap at your company that you could grow into that. And just go and ask, how in 2024 can I get skilled in this? Because I see the need and I'm really interested in it. Don't be everything to everyone. Pick your desires. I hope you're having a great new year and we'll see you next Friday.